Hello to a new episode of Bits of Berlin. Sorry that we have been gone for the summer, but if you want to know why, there's a blog post, what we did this summer. But now let's start our new episode. Um, I'm sitting here with Tam. Hello. And with Carsten. Hello. And we are talking about Freifunk. Yes, we're very excited. We're sitting here in Carsten's kitchen, looking at the router in the Tupperware container. So why don't you start off by telling us what Freifunk is? Um, if I were to pitch it in under 10 seconds, I would say it's an um, open network, open uh, wireless network run by volunteers on yeah, on commodity uh, wireless hardware patched with a new firmware. That's how you make it work. So what exactly are we looking at here? So it's a router and it's inside a Tupperware container and it's got wires coming out of it. Yeah, that's that's um that's actually the Tupperware thing is not necessary. It's it's if you want to run it outside, for instance, uh, on my balcony, uh, it's to make it well waterproof and uh, I don't know against all protected against all woos of uh, our climate. Um, so what you need is is that router inside, which is a standard TP-Link one. Um, you can get it for I don't know, I think it's forty bucks something. Um, this is an older model. Um, and uh, you you just flash the firmware with a, a custom firmware made by one of the different Freifunk communities. There are several in well, basically in every other big big city. And and then you're with a few configuration things you're set. And then everyone in your neighborhood can use that thing to access internet, right? Yeah, everyone in range. What what do you have to do to get into the network? To be a customer, so to say. Yeah. So the thing is an unprotected Wi-Fi network. Um, when you browse your uh, wireless network neighborhood, you would see it as, in this case, it's berlin.freifunk.net, um, which is the SSID that is broadcasted uh, into the uh, wild. And since it's uh, without a password, you can just log on. It's a means to provide free internet access, or free network access to those uh, in your local area. Do all of the Firefunk providers have like an, a recognizable name? So if I'm like searching, then I can see, oh, this is Firefunk, I can use yeah, this. Yeah, that's, that's exactly, that's okay. the, the SSID, the, the one that's the, the network name, mm -hmm. and that is berlin.freifunk.net. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, okay. I mean, it's, yeah, it's basically a website name as well, but, okay. uh, so that you can recognize it. Is it fast? Can I like stream movies and stuff? Uh, yeah, but well, depends. I mean, um, there are two ways to connect your Freifunk router to the Freifunk backbone, which is um, A, if you're a, um, like in my neighborhood, there's no other um, person sharing uh, their internet uh, via Freifunk. And so in order to make people uh, use the internet, um, I have to connect my personal DSL connect, uh, my personal DSL um, to that Freifunk router, and um, so that they can, so that we have an uplink to to the internet. Um, when when you're when you're not the only person with a Freifunk router in your neighborhood, and there is another one, for example, if you look at the other side of the yeah. street and you find someone uh, broadcasting a Freifunk uh, SSID, yeah. uh, then these two routers will automatically mesh. Uh, their networks together. So this is how it all works, even all, how it works above Berlin's roofs with the direct lines. They they just um, the the network infrastructure is not not a centralized one. It's just um, it uses mesh techniques 
of which there are several. So when you have another router within range, they, the two will connect via mesh protocols so that uh, even if you don't have internet access for your own wireless uh, Freifunk router, uh, you can use the one on the other side of your street, for example, so because they just inter intermingle and they will, will share their network and the other Freifunk router will share the, the their knowledge of the network uh, so so that you can browse the internet anyway. Or... Wait, so your neighbor, hypothetically, your neighbor has Freifunk set up on their balcony mm -hmm. and then you have your Freifunk set up, but yours isn't connected to the internet. Mm -hmm. But then yours will like, connect to the internet just because your neighbors is yeah yeah what <laughs> the, the, that's the, like swarm technology yeah, or exactly. something crazy swarm pretty much needs yeah so the the way it's done on on router models as this one that are dual band routers they just for, for every frequency they support uh be it 2.5 gigahertz or 5 gigahertz they they create Two networks. One is a access point network, an infrastructure mode network. So, as you know from your Fritzbox or your whatever your DSL provider puts into your home, um, so we can browse your network, uh, your wireless network, and see them displayed, and then you connect to it. This is where what the infrastructure mode is, and the one, the other one is an ad hoc mode. Yeah, every router looks for an ad hoc network on on that channel or with that with that special name. And then they put their routing protocols on top and then the party starts. <laughs> Just like that. Just that easy. There is a, is a huge, uh, extensive, uh, very pretty map for the Berlin wireless network. Um, we can locate your own location and then see if there's anything, any wireless hotspot, any Freifunk hotspots already there. So mm. if you're within range, you can connect directly. Um, Or if you find yourself underneath a um, uh, a direct network uh, route, um, that is a um, the visual connection between, for example, two towers for, of churches, mm -hmm. um, you may be lucky to to connect to that one directly without the need to share your own internet. Why towers of churches? Do churches have the Wi-Fi router on top of them? Um, some have, yeah. Actually, uh, quite a few in Berlin have. They, Just because they're so high. They're so high, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Did you approach the churches or do they come to you saying, hey, we have this huge building? Um, I would think it's it's uh, the latter. Um, so they, you see uh, a huge building um, that doesn't have to be a church, but like you said, because yeah. of the highest buildings um it's uh they're an easy target in air quotes um so so you probably approach the church and ask sometimes the churches would uh sponsor the um the costs that needs well the cost to maintain the the routers well yeah. exactly electricity and the like cool do you know anybody around here who also no no ah, okay and i've had this router well the hardware Uh, for the longest, for, for pretty much a year, um, uh, all wrapped up in, in the, its original packaging, um, because I've always thought that it's no use having a Freifunk Isle, Island uh, here in this in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, and I've I've been I've always been waiting. Every every few weeks, I've been checking the wireless network net uh, network map for for a potential neighbor, and there was none. And then as then it struck me. The, that 
maybe there are others who are checking the map. Sure, and, yeah. Yeah, so I just decided, mm, then, yeah. then let me be the first. Yeah, that's the hard part, really filling, filling the blanks or filling the gaps between all the different islands. Yeah. And uh, there, there's a very, very dense uh, Freifunk um, availability in, down at uh, Simon Dachkiez. And uh, oh, okay. so there's that, really a lot. Um, not so much in this part. And um, yeah, but I am determined to fix that do to like, some degree. Do you wander around looking at your phone, like looking for Freifunk? No. And sort of get happy when you see one? I, I do. I did. Like it, a treasure hunt? Yeah, like it, it was accidentally. I was at, I think it was at the, what is it, RAW uh, area down at Warschauer Straße? Yeah. Oh, the RAW, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then. I was looking at my phone just to check on the time, and then I was happy to see that I was connected to a Freifunk network. Ah, cool! And uh, yeah, that, that that was like a treasure hunt moment. But I don't actively go around. I, I can check the network map for that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I again, still I I reload the network map every every few weeks mm -hmm. to see if there's something uh, in my area, um, but still nothing. Do you know any Freifunkers in Berlin? Uh not yet. Um. Uh, there's a, a meeting, and I think every two weeks in Seabase. Oh, um, of course, there is. <laughs> yes, sure. Uh, every Wednesday. Um, Wednesday has become has a very bad day for me, but I, I wanted to go for well, several weeks, several months actually. And yeah, but I would probably go after some of codes ends because then Wednesdays are free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I would check check that one out and um, uh, connect to to other people. To real human people. Okay. Is there, do you know of a, like, is Berlin sort of the most popular city for that in Germany? Or is there another city that is more popular? I, I would, I would think so, just because of Berlin's population. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, I, I know Hamburg is pretty active as well, yeah. which, uh, which is, I guess, also a no brainer given that Hamburg is the second largest city in Germany. Mm. Um, I don't know how it trickles down after that. There, there are, there are, networks between smaller cities so that for example i know that several other cities use the vpn infrastructure how big is the coverage of berlin oh it depends where you are so as mentioned yeah. when you the simon dachstraße uh, Boxhagner, it's uh, as i recall is uh, pretty well covered yeah. going north at well, it kind of vanishes how is it organized so is is there a company behind it it's uh, what How does it work? Now, it's, uh, there's a strong emphasis that it's uh, run by volunteers, so uh, and it's a decentralized organization. There is a, a further fine for it, um, but it's that um, fine doesn't own or run the infrastructure at all. It's uh, there is a the way to to get um, funding from the Medienanstalt Berlin Brandenburg. Uh, which I have yet to find out what kind of organization that is. I think it's <laughs> partly uh, public, um, federal, I don't know. Um, and they do uh, fund some uh, some routers or direct connection antennas. Um, so the, the Verein also runs a VPN uh, host and a VPN endpoint. Um, which is an important point to something to circumvent what is called the Störerhaftung. The Störerhaftung? What does that, that mean? That's one of the nasty things about German wireless networking. Um, when you run your wireless network, um, you are responsible for whatever is done 
through that network, uh -huh. uh, which is a huge bummer when you want to provide a free radio, a free internet, yeah. free, um, free wireless network. When you share your own internet, um, you would be susceptible to, to that Störerhaftung, yeah. which is mm -hmm. basically people on the street downloading f movies or, well, hacking governmental websites yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be uh, trackable by your RP address. Yeah. Um, the Verein we mentioned earlier is registered as an internet service provider, so it's they are not susceptible to that um, uh, Störerhaftung. Pretty much like uh, O2 and Vodafone and the like uh, are not held yeah. responsible yeah. For, for what's done over their network. Yeah. And uh, in order to use the infrastructure of that uh, ISP, uh, you have to log on to a VPN and you can apply for... Um, connection details on the Berlin Freifunk mailing list. Mm -hmm. And this is how you as a, a isolated um, Freifunk infrastructure um, hotspot connect to the, the greater Freifunk community. Um, if I put the Wi-Fi router into my, my network, is there could there be a problem with my uh, internet provider? Is there something in the fine print I have to look for? I mean, that depends on on your internet provider, I would assume so. I've, there has been talk on the mailing list recently that I think it was the telecom that says something about you are not allowed to offer your internet publicly, which you could argue that Freifunk is. Um, at the same time, you if you use the VPN infrastructure, you're not really... You're using their cables, of course, and you're using yeah. their IP uh, network, but... I mean. That there's no way to track you other than deep packet inspection and seeing that the endpoint is always uh, vpn 03.berlin.freifunk.net, uh, which I would find pretty offensive for my yeah. provider to to inspect my network traffic in that detail. Yeah, uh, yeah but you you're probably right. There there could be uh, there could be some limitations on your internet provider. Else terms and conditions um if they want to do it myself is there something i have to have is it so so my my apartment is on the ground floor does it work as well or does or does it need to be higher or something i mean higher would be good but i mean you're not expected to move um uh, <laughs> to uh to run your own freifunk route yeah. now i mean having one outdoors is best if you're able to mount it elsewhere for example if you look out that window that has these uh, these bars outside that yeah. would be a good easy target to to mount an antenna outside the the hard part is to get um get the antenna wired to the outside under your window yeah. um and uh, yeah for that i i patched my freifunk router with an external usb uh, wi-fi dongle um so that I managed to get the uplink uh, to my own Fritz box at home via uh, Wi-Fi as well. So, yeah. besides that, um, you basically just need one of these uh, cheap uh, routers. They are they are cheaper ones than the one for 40 euros. But they only um, they are only capable of the 2.5 gigahertz frequency band. Um, yeah. The 5 gigahertz band or dual band as best uh, for for several reasons the, the five gigahertz band is is not as crammed and used as the 2.5 gigahertz one um yeah and but they start off with 16 
16 euros, I think, for the 2.5 gigahertz ones. And then the rest is just uh, downloadable firmware images from, from the Berlin Freifunk community. Is it, um, I guess it's a German thing then, hey? I mean, Freifunk is a German word. Is it also... I think so, yeah. Do you know if it's I mean, there's countries? free radio that, that works, but I don't know how, okay. how popular it is elsewhere. Ah, okay. Freifunk in, in Germany has gained a lot of media attention recently because of the uh, refugee um, camps. No, not camps. So they, ah. Freifunk is... is pretty fast providing free internet to, to all these, um, to, to the refugees, which is pretty important. Yeah. yeah. What I find uh, where it really plays out to have a decentralized structure and yeah. based being based on voluntary work. Uh, so if you see, see a need somewhere and you, you see, you, yeah. you have the technical and you have the free time to, to work on that. Yeah. Uh, no one, no one holds you back yeah. to, to, to go along and, um, yeah, install free radio, free, free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there has been some critique recently in, in the, well, the usual suspect newspapers, if you want to call them that, that, uh, that um, smartphones or internet-capable telephones are not really important for refugees, and that's, that's a very valuable item, and they're important for exactly that same reason. Yeah. Sure. That's your only means to connect to your family yeah. and, and see who else is there and, yeah. and, and to, to get some orientation in, in that new country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the lists where it says like what uh, the various centers need for refugees, like top of the list is always cell phones. Yeah. Um, yeah charging yeah. chargers. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, that makes me wonder, like what is then the main point of Freifunk? Is it to give people just free internet for their everyday, like sitting at home, Like, so I don't have to pay O2 or something use? Or is it just for roaming? Or what is, like, who is the target customer? The, customer yeah. is the wrong word, but, you know, like the target, target person. Target audience. Yeah. 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 Um, taking this a step back, to, to me, it's, um, I have a strong opinion about that. Um, the network or internet access should be, um, should be provided for, for each and every person. And since... I mean, the telecom used to be uh, a governmentally run company. Yeah. Uh, they still own all the what they call the last miles, so the copper wires that lead to your well, into your very own flat. Yeah. Uh, providing a free network access to to all the citizens would mean to I don't know dig up streets and and wire houses. That's obviously not feasible. Mm -hmm. Luckily, we have. Well, we have registered frequencies for for wireless radio transmission, and so this is the reason why why we why one chooses a wireless radio in the first place. Um, so we we the Freifunk movement, or as I see it, wants to provide that you can can you call it a well a right to to access the internet even for those. Uh, who can't afford it. Um, so, yeah, in a way, it's for those people who don't want to pay for O2, or I would say who, who can't pay. Mm -hmm. um, they're, well, it's it's not really to, it's not a convenience thing for me to uh, to roam the street and, and look on my phone and say, oh, there's a Freifunk router, so I may might as well use that instead of consuming my my um, mobile volume uh, data mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah that may be a use case as well it's it's not for me i don't use mobile internet that often mm -hmm. um, but yeah i mean ideally uh, it would be nice to to be able to sit in the park and uh, 
use your laptop and work on whatever you want to do and well, write your emails and stuff yeah. um, without having to pay huge amounts for your uh, cell phone bill. Yeah. Sure. But I mean, wasn't there talk about Berlin doing that at some point? I mean, free internet for everybody? Yeah, but I think there is a lot of fine print. Um, oh, okay. I'm not sure if I'm uh, up to date on that, but I've read that the Val AG is uh, the provider, they want to provide it. Um, and I may be wrong on this one, so I don't know if that's quotable. But I've heard that it's only free for the first 30 minutes or so. and then. Oh. And and even then, by nature of the system, they they get your your MAC address and everything, yeah. so they won't provide it for for free. You will can use it for free, but it's not for free. Oh, you, they get all your data. They probably yeah. use all your data, and then they track you, and then they yeah. And then, yeah. And in the worst oh. case, they they attach something into the HTML and stuff. Could be. Yeah, oh, I've no. seen yeah. I've seen a few free Wi-Fi's and. On the airplane recently, where the Wi-Fi was provided for free, but if you opened a website that was not HTTPS, they injected this huge ad thing in the top. That was really, really yeah. disgusting. Oh, man. Yeah, it is disgusting. And it has to be said, though, that even with the uh, Freifunk uh, community, um, you have to be extra careful with uh, using unsecure uh, HTTP network mm. because the, the network you're accessing is unencrypted. Yep. And uh, so, and, and you're sending it over, uh, yeah, a, a network. As with any network, you don't own. Uh, you you have no idea who else. Not not everyone using the Freifunk infrastructure may have ulterior motives, so mm. it can be abused. But it's a good idea to have a VPN in either case. Right? Yeah, sure. If if you have access to one of that. Thank you so much, Carson, for joining us. And thanks for teaching us so much about Freifunk. Yeah, now it's time for our events section. So to start off on September 16th at 8 p.m., uh, there's going to be a meetup at Seabase to talk about Freifunk. And that meetup actually happens every Wednesday. So if you miss it this week, then you can go the next week and learn all about Freifunk. And the next event we want to highlight is the Berlin Charity Coding on the 23rd of September. It starts at 10 a.m. and it's a full day of charity coding. And if you have time to help us help awesome little charity projects, come along. Yeah, and then the final event to talk about is RossConf and that is on September 26th at Wuga. It's a one-day mini-conference that brings open-source software maintainers together with developers. And the first part of the day, you learn about the projects, and the second part of the day, you hack on them. So it's a really cool conference. You have to buy a ticket, but it's just to make sure that you actually go. And once you get there, you get your money back. Um, yeah, so check that out. So thank you very much for joining us for another wonderful Bits of Berlin episode. And hopefully we will see you again soon. Bye. Bye.